This is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I apologize about the audio quality of this episode. I found out too late that Sarah Roberto's microphone didn't work, but I decided to post the episode anyway because what she said was so funny and entertaining. I think you'll enjoy it if you can bear with us. Thanks. This is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. Hey, I'm Sarah Roberto. What? I bleeped you. <laughs> Don't do that. I didn't say anything yet. I had so much fun bleeping you, which doesn't sound good. I mean, maybe I should rephrase the that how I say that. Uh, you were we had so much fun bleeping your naughty language. One time, one time. Yeah, that's twice now. One time. What the fuck, man? I can't. Oh, that's three. First word. Oh, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. <laughs> well, she's giving me more work. But instead of bleeping, I found this uh, dramatic stinger, which you just heard three times, and. Um, <laughs> So fun, fun, fun. Yeah, see, I tried to behave. You just antagonized me. Yes, I did on purpose because I I thought maybe you'd walk into that. I thought maybe we could have that fun. Maybe I should hide behind this towel. Oh, the Frank and Friends towel. Did you get yours in the mail yet? No, it's on its way. You did not. I don't believe you. I I can show you the receipt. I okay. got one of these. Get out. And I got the hat. Oh, that's fantastic. You got the bucket hat. I did not get the towel because I have it's not towel. Towels. It's not towel season. But it if isn't. You, and you, what are you going to do, hang this in the office? It's the same <laughs> beautiful artwork. I did. It's really large. We did take this to the Tennessee Valley Fair and hang I it, it as on a the, as a banner at the back that's of the... That's a very fair thing to do. <laughs> culinary arts stage go to frankandfriendshow.com slash store like sarah did yes. and uh, patronize get yourself a bucket hat get yourself whatever it is you like get yourself a frank and friends mug hold that up would you directly to your door yeah because if yes, they send it somewhere else you wouldn't be the one benefiting you from you gotta support the show yeah support the show by uh subscribing on youtube mm-hmm. i get uh, carried away because you know we gain like after one of your episodes we gain um, subscribers like two whole people three i think um but then actually technically four because we lost some in the course of this transaction you know it goes up and it goes down it goes up and it goes down they probably see people like me and they go nope so i have to stop i stop i gotta stop looking at the number because it's just you can't you can't look at the numbers it's just drives me crazy when i post a tiktok which we need to do today we need to do a little you're the tiktoker queen tiktok at the end but tick away talk away you, you do a tiktok and sometimes it's stupid and you almost think why did i talk about that like i did a tiktok recently about how you know i'm dieting and food tastes weird sometimes yeah. and I said the chicken was too chickeny uh-huh. and people thought that was funny it was like a story so yeah. you know like on Instagram it shows up for just a minute that got like 800 views wow. and then I post something that about really funny that about my dog and like 100 people look at it hmm. so who the hell knows okay. well I mean chicken is, is one of those things where if you overcook it it just gets rubbery and it's terrible no, there's something about chicken. I think I've eaten too much chicken and broccoli the last few months. Mm-hmm. And there's times when I make it and I go to eat it and I eat a bite and I go. Could it be that the, no. the chicken the, has taken on a broccoli taste? No, I don't cook them together. It's okay. just, there's just something about chicken that it's uh, suddenly it's like an animal to me. It tastes, some people feel that way. Like I love salmon. I, Do you like salmon? Yeah, well, um, so um, like yeah I bought like some it. salmon burgers. In fact, I think Jerry and I are planning on those for dinner tonight. Salmon burgers are good. Put some avocado and some bacon on there. I don't have Make those things less. in the house, but we can get uh, we can get them. <laughs> hit, a, hit up your local grocery store. <laughs> but I was like, some people feel that way about salmon. They, you know, they if, if salmon is not cooked, I 
avoided salmon for a long time because I had one that was undercooked and I, I, the sliminess of it got to me. Mm. When it's cooked properly, salmon is amazing. It's so good. It's not my favorite fish. Yeah. I've got a lot of other favorite fish. Well, you know, I'm now into mackerel, canned mackerel. I'll probably have that for lunch today. <laughs> I still never had mackerel. And it's fine. I thought it would taste fishy and it doesn't taste like anything. It just tastes like meat. It tastes more like the olive oil that it's packed in than it tastes like a fish. So I find it very... Yeah. That, I would have a hard time with that. Very delicious. In this moment in my life. I would. I liked I would, it. I would eat a bite and go, no. But okay. it, there's also, I also do that with things like cheesecake and other things mm. that I haven't had in a long time, like desserts. Well, it tastes really sweet. Jerry was at the grocery store and she said she was going to ask me if we needed anything. And I said, you know, we need some milk, we need some fruit and maybe some other vegetables. But I don't know what it was. It just, we ended up, I, we're still teenagers in love. We ended up staying on the phone for 30 plus minutes as she's walking up and down the aisles yeah. of the store describing everything to me, <laughs> which is a terrible idea, <laughs> except that they were having the German food. Um, and so the, she's looking at, you know, the schnitzels and the spetzli and the, and here was this German um, <laughs> apple walnut cake. Okay. And it, she said Down the way that. she the way she described it, it just sounded fantastic because I love apples and I love walnuts and it's mm-hmm. autumn and look at and, me I've and, got on an orange shirt and, and I've who got doesn't like cake I've got the mums. Well, as soon as she brought it home, I said, "Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna take this cake. It's like it's kind of look like a pizza, really, more mm-hmm. than a cake. It's kind of a flat thing. We opened it up and we sliced it up into eight at least eight pieces and. Uh, she put them in wax paper and we froze them separately okay. from one another and put the box back in the freezer. That's good. So now we'll never eat it. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, and you're not eating it all at once because right. we had the bad habit of like cutting it, <laughs> eating the whole day. A couple thing. of weeks ago, she was there and they had the apple cider donuts. Oh yeah. Which are fantastic. So she brings them home, and you know we're trying to behave and watch our portion size. Mm-hmm. So we would take one donut, we'd cut it in half, and we each have half. It. Right. Yeah. Well, the apples. Cider donuts turned green. They had. I looked at them, and unless they're Granny Smith apple cider donuts, and I mis- misunderstood why they're green. They should not be green. Yeah, so I threw them out. They should be brown. I threw them out. So we had one apple cider donut. I had to throw out five, and it it, it bugged me. But while she's there at the store, she they only have them for a limited time, you know. She buys another six. But what do we do? We op- I open up that thing, and I put each one in a Ziploc bag. Okay. And so we there's put no chance. And then we put them back in the freezer. Because she said they felt like they had been frozen at the store. She felt like they were thawing they do that, at yeah. the store. And um, so we've had one, and there's five still in the freezer. So mm-hmm. that's pretty good, All right? All the donuts. You know what our favorite new dessert is? Now you're talking about donuts, because we've both been dieting together. Yeah. It's frozen grapes. I can see that. Someone suggested that to us, and I thought, it's really strange. But well, yeah, take your grapes, put them in the freezer, take them out. Do you know um, uh, they like crunch. when when the uh, the grandkids were here, they were bugging me to buy them cotton candy grapes. Have you had those? Yes, they're good. <laughs> well, apparently they are so popular, specifically at Aldi, which is the store that we happen to be shopping with the kids and also where Jerry got all this other stuff I'm talking about. It's a good about. store. Um, I read that their candy cotton, cotton candy grapes are so popular that what they've started doing is... They sell out, right? Yeah. So now they're going to freeze them and sell them later in the year as frozen, as frozen. cotton candy grapes. Yeah. And you, most people will probably just eat them the frozen, frozen like you're talking about. Try it, people. Try it at home. I don't know. It's better for you than a donut. I don't know. i got to look at myself. Goes. By the way, speaking of, I have, you know, obviously you and I have both been dieting since we had that conversation here on this show. You, I don't know, one of the fir- first time you were here, I think, this year. So back in April, May, somewhere around there. Yeah, I was trucking along. Because yeah. usually it's, um, I forget about you and then your birthday comes along. And I'm like... <laughs> Where's Sarah been? And then it's like, how 
me on the show. And then, but you, but thankfully, <laughs> you, you've older. worked me into your schedule a little yes. more regularly, and, and I love it. It's fun. Um, I, I like being here. But since then, I've, I'm trying to lose weight for Scholars Bowl, obviously, and I can tell my su- success based on the shirts that I wear and jackets that I wear for oh, Scholars totally. Bowl because over the past eight years, I've had to progressively buy larger shirts and larger jackets. We all have. But <laughs> after COVID-19, that's normal. So this normal year, American. but this year, uh, the shirts and stuff that I bought for last year is too, are too big. I'm down a cop neck size. So yes. I'm, I'm going to be going back to, I didn't throw anything out. Yeah. I'm going back to the wardrobe from 2021. <laughs> no, that's good. That is the best. That would be better if I could go back to 2017 or 2018 because that's what I'm. But do you keep those clothes? Because women, we totally keep those clothes. Like I have clothes from high school. I kept them because I really thought this is a mistake. I I have. I know I have to buy fat shirts. Yeah. But I hate it. No, I don't keep the 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 heftier, the huskier, if you will, clothes. Well, I mean, I just. I I was just wearing. I was still wearing them last week or two weeks ago. I mean, I'm only just now figured out. I wore it to the. I went to the Haiti benefit where I got this um, beautiful mum, the red mum, the orange mum still hasn't bloomed. So I'm at the thing and I look at myself in the mirror and it looks like I've got my dad's shirt on because you can fit. Yeah, because it's a little bit. There's too much room in the collar. That's the best feeling ever. So I came home from that. Uh, Haiti benefit and I tried on some of the I went to the back back of the closet or, or not all the way back because those are really skinny shirts but part of the way back <laughs> no man's land back there <laughs> I will never fit in these again which begs the question why do you keep it but we did because you hope to get fit in hope, them again yeah I mean of course they'll be so you know they'll look so ridiculous but, but sometimes you keep stuff long enough Frank Murphy where it comes back in, in style style yeah like I have flared jeans from 15 years ago and they're Sarah. back I have clothes older than you. No. I'm sure I do. I'm sure I have ties, specifically ties, that I got in the 80s. They were born in the 80s? Oh, I know I do, because for whatever reason, they just, they, they survived multiple moves, and... And I didn't. Why not keep them? And I didn't wear ties a lot because in radio, why would I wear ties? So when I got the TV job, we kind of went rummaging around, looked for what ties we had. I had, and there's a few that you know I can tell by the label on the back, and I remember the tie that I got wore this tie in 1980 when I started working at Wolf Trap. Wow. Yeah. Well, so, I have clothes from the mid 90s. Okay. So that's. I, I'm, well, so I'm, what? I'm, you know, yeah, well, that's old now. I mean, to you, gosh. I'm joking that that's recent I mean, to me. Oh, it feels it feels recent to me too. But I actually have a dress that I never wore that has an old Dillard's tag on it from like 1996. <laughs> yeah. What gets what, what'll be really creepy is when you start finding ones from stores that are out of business, as I'm sure yes. I have upstairs. <laughs> Here's a Miller's tag. Yeah. For me, it would be uh, these stores from the <laughs> D.C. area, like Hex and Woodward and Lothrop yes. and all these others. Um, let me check my, my beard, though. Does it look okay? Yes. It looks fantastic. I what did, are you doing? Well, today was a beard rehearsal. Okay. I had a beard rehearsal this morning because... <laughs> a beard rehearsal? <laughs> I have gotten a little lax over the summer okay. with the... Uh, a little woolly, a little scruffy. Yeah, and also even with the, you know, with the showering reg- every day, like on days when no one's coming over. And I can just jump in the pool. I got this idea yeah. from my friend Bean. He hates it. He thinks it's a terrible idea, but it sounded good okay. to me when he was talking about it on a show that, you know, on days you don't need to shower if you can go for a swim. That's it's true. So, yeah, that's summer. Yeah. So that's I, summer life. So I was doing that, but also on, on days when there's a podcast coming in, then obviously I have to I <laughs> turn it on and <laughs> stall nice. up. But I also, uh, we're all days away from the beginning of the Scholars Bowl. Oh, taping yeah. season. So I thought I need to get the, I'm going to try the different thing on the beard because 
I had been trying to make my face look thinner. I've been trying. To, we do that with makeup. To cover, you know, a little, you kind of do a little distract, use a little bit of smoke and mirrors, do a little bit of distraction. Yes. Maybe let it grow a little we longer. So I'm trying to, I think it looks good. Anyway, I hope it looks It looks really, really good. Yeah. No, this is the I, vanity portion of our program. <laughs> I don't know men could do that. So we do that with make, makeup, like we contour. Yeah, I've heard of contouring. Things. And then we also wear like, you can't see, but I have super high-waisted jeans up. Like they're almost yeah. up above my belly button yeah. and they suck everything in. Well, I, I, didn't know, I didn't know men could do it either, but my... You uh, do jackets too. Men can do it with jackets. Oh, sure. I love jackets. You see you see politicians that Absolutely. don't look so big and then you see them in like, you know, on the golf course or something and you're like, and you're like oh, you're a little chunkster, but all right. No, I, 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 bought, I bought a couple of fat jackets in April um, when I did the show with Beth Haynes and the show with um, Charlie Dangle and a few of those guys. I, I, I put... I had to go up a jacket size so it would look... That's a humbling experience. To hide, yeah. Because yeah. I'm sitting there, you're sitting there, and you're kind of exposed on that particular set. At least yeah. at Scholars Bowl, I've got the podium I can hide behind. At our highest weight, Andrew and I went to the Medal of Honor banquet in 20... Was it 2021 or 2022? I think it was last year. Yeah. And, I mean, that was a highlight for Knoxville because it was the nationwide yeah. Medal of Honor. The second time it's been here, at least. Yeah, and we sat at the mayor's table, and it was like um, it was unlike anything I've ever been to. And I had this dress that I'm significantly small but I literally there's a photo of me and I'm like <laughs> so I am stuffed like a sausage into this stupid dress and my husband he had on like a vest underneath his jacket yeah. and the vest was like the buttons were pulling for dear life and we look back on that and I'm like did, did we not realize no I this I um, am I'm seeing the a, an event for the children's museum and they asked me for photos Yes. And they were pulling photos that they had on file of me at the Children's Museum. We do your AI photos. And you, I've, you have my... We've got to do it. Go ahead. Okay, we've got to I'm it. not going to do it. You can do it. <laughs> we can do it. Um, but I had... Um, they, they were pulling these photos of me at previous Children's Museum events. Right. And, of course, my I look like two different people in was some it of them. from like 5, 10, 15 years ago? One of them was from 2018, so it was five okay. years ago. So I've got my hair done differently and I've got the beard shaved down yes. to like nothing, like stubble. And of course the weight is good, but then I don't look like that. Mm -hmm. So then they've got one with Dr. Bass and me and it, the jacket is, you can see the, the jacket is buttoned, but it's coming apart. You know, it's like... <laughs> it's holding on for dear life. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Very embarrassing. Is it humbling to look at old photos? But uh, yeah, I mean, when Stacy McCloud was here, um, she did show up. By the way, um, I was pulling some old photos of us together because we were talking about how we knew each other. And back in 2009, when she was leaving town, I, I had a, maybe a picture even before that. Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh man, I, I don't know if I'm going to share that one because <laughs> I look so skinny. I don't even That's recognize a myself. Minute ago. Yeah. Holy moly. So it's a thing. I mean, yeah. I you know we all we all struggle with it, and um, it's um, also a privilege to get older. It's a privilege to you know I I can definitely look at my face and go oh those wrinkles were there or my neck looks different. Yeah, I guess that thing. you're right. I don't bother the old getting old doesn't bother me it's because I think about my two grandfathers and my father, mm -hmm. and I'm at the if you take them their age of death. Those, here we go. Yeah. Ready here for we death go. talk? Death. You ready? Death talk. You take my father's death, my grand his father's death, and my mother's father's death, and you average them out, it's this age that I am yes. right now. Yeah. Because my father died at 50, which is pretty young. Like heart disease or? Um, stroke. Yeah. Uh, cerebral hemorrhage. Oof. Yeah. And his father died at 62, and then 
my grandpa died, other grandpa died at 77, so yeah, you know, you average all that out, and ta-da. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were a part of the, you were a man of the year, what, in 2017, as I recall. Oh, please explain what that means. Leukemia and lymphoma is like, oh, Fred Murphy's just man of the year. It was her so, fault. Like, every other couple of years. Totally your fault. He just, somebody comes down from heaven and goes, oh, man of the year, man of the year. <laughs> Sorry, I mean... <laughs> I made that really weird for some reason. No, man, no I thought it sounded very lovely. <laughs> man and Woman of the Year is uh, something that Leukemia and Lymphoma Society does as yeah. a fundraiser. And if you raise the most money in that particular fundraising mm-hmm. window, you are Man of the Year, Woman of the Year. I, was, I ran for it and didn't make it. I lost by $800 in 2016. So she comes to me. You did it. So you and, and Lori, you and Lori yeah. come over and meet with me and try to t- talk me into doing this. Because and he raised most money, people. I didn't know at the time. Yeah. I didn't know at the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm thinking, I don't know. I'm not good at fundraising. How am I going to do this? And you're telling me that, oh, you've got to do it, you've got to do it, you've got to do it. Yeah. And you're pushing me and nudging me and pushing me and nudging me. And it's a great cause. And apparently, I said something in that meeting that you and Lori Friel knew that you had me hooked. Because yes. I asked the question about what would it take for me to win? Because I'm not going to enter the contest no. if I can't win. Yeah. That That is, you just hit the nail on the head. Like, when you're in development, when you're in fundraising, that's what you look for is if somebody's really, if they're starting to strategize, yeah. <laughs> You got him. Well, bingo. Thank you to all my friends and family who donated because I, I managed to win. Now I, I would not be able to win again because the people in the subsequent years. See, what I, oh my, my good. My strategy was I take the guy who won before the year before was also a radio guy. Yes. Yes. And how much did he raise? Raise a bit more. Can I top that? Yes. That should be enough to win. That is a solid strategy. So they did. Yes. And that was in the mid-30s, upper 30,000s. Yes. Like th- I raised $23,000 myself, and I felt like that, I mean, I still feel That's like huge. it was one of the greatest feats of my right. life. Right, so I had to beat and that. So I was in 30-something. 30-something. I thought it was well, like 35 or 33. It was, something. yeah, somewhere. It was either 30. Great amount of money. So, 35, 3, 35, or 38. I don't remember. Yes. But probably say 35 because it's in the middle. And then subsequently, oh. they got these guys who were rich to run. And they're raising hundred, you know, hundred thousand. This guy raised over hundred fifty thousand dollars by himself. That's now insane. his story too. You know, I think your story also plays a big role in fundraising, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so for me, I was I was talking about my mom, which my mom had died, you know, yeah. some time ago, um, died in two thousand five. But the gentleman who raised one hundred fifty thousand dollars locally, his wife had just passed away in the last year yeah. of blood cancer. Yeah. And so it was very personal. And people was, wanted to tri- do tribute yeah, to her, and, and it was a great way to do but, that. I mean, holy crap! <laughs> yeah, watch what the cuss words. I'm not. <laughs> no, I was just. Blo- I mean, I, we were sitting at the table together that year. It was in yeah. 2018, right? Yeah. And we were just like, what? We had the worst table. They put us in they the put back. Us in the very back. That was. I mean. In the very back. I think I was the MC, so maybe that's why they put me at the. When when I'm the MC of the of an event, I said, yes. give me the worst seat. Oh, fact, they did. Usually put me in the very front, but face away, you know, with my back to the stage because I'm not going to be using the chair. We were in the back back. Yeah, we were in the back back back. back I mean, back. we were. Pre- if the window hadn't been there, we. Would would have been in the street. We would have lived in the street of the press room. I thought they were going to like give us jackets and make us clear China or something, yeah. you know, from the dinner. Yeah, well, yeah. anyhow, uh, so support LLS. <laughs> sure. or, any, or, or really any nonprofit that you um, yeah. fit, fit fun. <laughs> oh, here she goes. She's warming up. Yeah. She's warming up because she knows <laughs> that it is time to mention that this episode is sponsored by Ooh. BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. Don't ever 
never forget the S. And uh, Sarah has uh, promised all of us, especially Bruce Patrick, that she would uh, keep going with the uh, the Bone Zones Only jingle. Um, because uh, you can get this autographed Dr. Bass merchandise <laughs> at BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. Bone Zones, get your Bone Zones. We're going to sound like Tina Turner, but kind of not really. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> bone Zones. Why did I sound like a rooster? Oh, this is cool. Uh-huh. Dr. Bill Bass, going to take it, please. Yeah, you got the. Uh, it probably uh, can probably put away the short sleeve T-shirt and go with the beautiful long sleeve T-shirt, right? Nice. Yeah, it's great. For, yeah. Imagine, get, imagine wearing this for Halloween. Yes, this is the time for bone zones. Mm-hmm. October is full on bone zones. Time. <laughs> it's time to bone your zones. Yep. Yeah, don't forget bone the S. Zones don't forget with the an S. S. Don't forget the S. With an S. See, you can see it right here. You can get the, uh, the the Bill Bass books, Death's Acre, Carved body in Bone. In fact, if you're interested in the history of the body farm, uh, you might want to come see that bo uh, the lecture that uh, Bone Zones has booked me to do, the history of the body farm, mm -hmm. yeah. at Von Orr Library, Thursday, October 19th. We talked about this, I think, last time you were here. Um, Thursday, October 19th, 7 p.m., I'll be doing the history of the body farm, which means i got to get the PowerPoint. i got to get to figure that out. Oh, yeah. But it's okay. I'll do it. Yeah, I have Excited. a lot of that at work. People come to me yeah. and make a lot more money than me, and they want me to do their PowerPoints. It's, oh. it's quite sad. Well, yeah. I'll do my own. I can help you with PowerPoints. <laughs> Aww. Can we put skeletons all over it? Yeah, I have okay. we can, I have actual I have photos of an actual decomposing guy in the various stages and it's kinda of, it's very gross. But Yeah, uh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be coming to this lecture. Uh, that that one might not be appropriate for the history I of the body form. I think I disassociated when I started doing a Bone Zones song because it's all about death and yeah, decay and that's what they study. It's the body farm. It's the that's the whole point of the books, and that's why people read them. Anyway, bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. Come on and join me in Von Orr on uh, Thursday, the nineteenth, seven p.m. It'll be a fun, be a fun yes. time. And we'll have all the merch. We'll have everything set up. You don't have to. Even order. If you didn't want to order it online, you could just drive yeah. to Von Orr and buy it in person. Just in time for spooky season. Yes. It's spooky season. That's fantastic. You know what else it's time for? What? All those fall coffees. Oh yes. Uh, where are they? You you threatened now. I need to bring them. Thrice. Down. No, you're never going to bring them. I don't believe you. I What's you're you're letting I'm gonna come back at Christmas and I'll be like, sorry, there's no more pumpkin. I know you're letting the statute of limitations run out is what you're doing. You're waiting until there are no more. I don't I even I don't even need pumpkin spice. I, I don't the coffee ball. Oops. So I I like pumpkin flavor. Yes. Um, but the pumpkin spice doesn't have a lot of pumpkin in it. It's mostly cinnamon and nutmeg, right? It depends on what you what else you put in it. So like if, if you want to be like really basic and go to Starbucks, you just ask for extra things. Like you you could ask for extra pumpkin pie spice, and it gives it that extra. Does it taste like pumpkin? Zing, yeah. Okay, because yeah. to me it tastes it like is. cinnamon and, and nutmeg. It depends on what you get. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I saw on the new. Uh, I can, I'm not trying to plug Aldi. I should sell them a commercial, but I saw that <laughs> they have they have a pumpkin cold foam. Yes. In a can. You can make that. I don't know. Easy. I don't know. You take. I don't need it. I don't okay. want it. I drink it, coffee black. No, it's but it's whimsical. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the title of this episode right there. <laughs> it's whimsical. You take. This is this is for all the pumpkin spice people. You take a little bit of canned pumpkin, like a half a cup. Yeah. You take some heavy cream and some vanilla. You mix it all together. And that's and that's your pumpkin, pumpkin cold foam. foam. Yeah, that's all there is it's to easy. it. Easy. Yeah. Okay. If I had a reason to do it, I might. 
But I mean, I would rather get if I'm going to burn the calories on that, I would rather eat an apple cider now, donut I say, I, or the apple walnut cake. When I say you mix it all together, you do need to have something of, like a mixer that mixes at high speeds. Right. You don't just stir it. it. You don't just stir it. I want yeah. to be clear about that. It's, yeah. You got to really combine. Yeah, I don't. It. I don't want you to mess up your pumpkin foam, guys. Like, okay. That's, <laughs> that would ruin fall. Well, it does. Year. We both look kind of autumnal. I know. I know. Um, yeah. I don't know what day of the week I'll put this episode out. Probably a Monday or Tuesday. But it'll but, probably be October. Oh, it'll, oh, it will be. It'll be um, because I'm, my goal is to record enough that we, I don't have to take a hiatus from the podcast yeah. like I did last year. I was overwhelmed from Scholars Bowl, so I'm trying to, fingers crossed, <laughs> we're, we're, going, we're going in. Isn't October <laughs> stay on target, stay on target. Here's the thing. Isn't October the best month of the year? No. Yes, it is. April. April? Isn't your birthday in April? It is in April, but it's about my stinking June. birthday. I like June. My birthday is in June. I think but that's June, the best month. June, we've already talked about this. It's too hot. It's too hot. It's too humid. All right, then July. Uh, but July's the worst. <laughs> I think October's the best. Agree okay. or disagree? I, I disagree. To me, I think I've said this on many times in the podcast, but I've never said mm-hmm. it directly to you. Yes. To me, fall is illness leading to death. It. Spring is rebirth. Summer is life. Fall is decay. Uh, into death. That's what I think of fall. You're Catholic, uh, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, look at look at I, how much the leaves. My leaves fall off the trees. My my unripe figs, which were such a disappointment this year, just wither and die and fall to the ground. Everything falls to the ground, and I have to pick it all up. But you can and I have think, to clean it up, and I have to move the leaves. I hate leaves. Think of the downside of every season, but. Fall is the best. It's the crisp air, and I've already talked about this. The days are getting shorter, which causes my seasonal affective disorder to kick in. Yes. Well, and everybody goes back to school before, you know, October. They really go in, like, August, and that's when, you know, all the diseases come back, all the illnesses, all the rest. Well, I'm not talking about that kind of illness. I'm talking about imagine just someone in their, you know, an elderly death rattle, you know, as they, as the the trees shed. As they shuffle off this earth. Yeah, as their trees shed their leaves and just go dormant. I mean, at least you know they're coming back. That's the only thing I've got going for me, but I'm not a fan. Let's talk about something. I'm not a fan of winter, and fall to me is like an ad, a coming attraction for winter. Winter, Coming soon. Winter is no fun. Yeah, win- winter is terrible. Let's get you used to it gradually with this thing called fall. <laughs> Let's talk about something with more levity, like tax season. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, I wore this orange shirt, which is where I was headed, to tell you that I, I wore it to remind me uh, to tell you that I wore it to the uh, Emily Ann Roberts concert, oh. which was my first country concert. Ever? I th- Unless you count, I think... I mean, in the, it, I think a long time ago, my friend, um, a different friend, Bruce, in the D.C. area, wanted okay. us to go see the Rosington Collins Band at the Capitol Center in Landover, Maryland. Who is that? They were the no, survivors of Leonard Skinner. After oh, Le- Leonard sorry, Skinner's no plane crash. They, but I'm in Tennessee. We don't care about Leonard Skinner. They, right. But these guys, he was a Skinner fan, and these were the ones who were still alive. In That's that. not country. But we get there. And he's ever told us it's going to be like a Skinner concert, right? Okay. We get there, and the Rosington Collins Band is the opening act for Charlie Daniels, which right. we didn't know because he he had the tickets, and we, and we mm-hmm. it was pre-internet. We didn't know we're just going to what we think is a Skinner concert, our survivors okay. of Skinner concert at the Capitol Center, and we get there, and the Rosington Collins Band is on the place. The lights are still most of the lights are still on, and the place is half full, and people don't yeah. seem to care. And they go, well, what's the big deal about this? 
And then he says, and you realize it's a Charlie Daniels concert. Yeah, but it's not a real country concert unless you wear cowboy boots. Does that you count? S- you sneak, yeah. You have somebody throw up on you mid-concert, and you snuck in your booze of choice in said boot. Oh. Like, if you don't have those things happen, well, they it's sell not booze. a country concert. Well, this is at the Bijou. It's Emily Ann's... Um, no, there ain't no country concert at the Bijou. No. I love the Bijou. Give she it, said, no, she made, it, she made it a country concert. Yeah, but... She made a big deal. She's the, not the it's vibe. it's like, called Can't Hide Country. You gotta watch country at the fair. You gotta well, hang on now. I'm gonna defend, I'm gonna defend Emily Ann. I'm gonna defend Emily Ann because she talked about how they tried to turn her into a pop country yeah, act. And it didn't work. And yeah. she didn't like it. And she just said, basically, the heck with it. I, you can't hide country. I'm country. It worked for Kelsey Ballerini. Well, she can't. She's not going that path, you know. Okay. So she's going to be. She, Kelsey, Kelsey Ballerini's pretty dang big. Is she, she played co- on the VMA. No, is she country or, or pop? Heck yeah, she's country. All right. Well, then maybe that Mary is the. Morris. See, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's the path. <laughs> it's like I don't know any of these people. <laughs> I know. I've heard the names. Um, Kelsey Ballerini t- is from here. Central High School. Yeah. And uh, Kenny Chesney is from Gibbs High School. And Morgan Wallen is from Gibbs yeah. High School. And, and Emily Ann Roberts is from Carnes High School. I know I know the trivia. Yes. I know the local trivia. They're all country. Right, but I've never seen any of them sing except now Emily Ann. I think I've seen all of those people at least once. I, no, I watched a music video <laughs> of, um, of, what's her name, Kelsey, that she filmed at her high school. Yes. I watched the music yeah. video. It was all about Knoxville. It was nice. She's awesome. But... Emily Ann, I think, is going to be awesome also because she did. Emily she, Ann is awesome. She she's talked about strong. how she's now basically restarting, hit the reset button, and is now going full on. Being authentic. Yeah. Doing what she wants to do. So I thought it was a good show, and I wore this orange shirt to the concert yeah. and with a jacket to hide, you know. Yeah. Um, but at one point, I think I, and I've got to find this on the phone to show you, but at one point, um, they do a thing where she says, okay, everybody, go to your phones. And I, I couldn't find, make it work. There's okay. some website you're supposed to go to. But someone else, um, remember uh, Cindy Arnold, who used to work at uh, Wivik? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Somehow she um, she was able to find this picture or get it emailed to her from mm-hmm. Emily Ann. Emily Ann, like, emailed her the picture. But what it is, it's a picture that the uh, professional photographer took mm-hmm. of Emily Ann with her back to the audience. Oh, so nice. if you were to zoom in far enough, do you, try do you see yourself? Oh, I know. I it's positive. such a beautiful theater. Yeah. So I have a photo on my phone with Emily Ann Roberts, but we'd have to dig for so it. So you see, like you see this goon sitting in the row by himself. Oh, all alone. That's me. And there's another picture that she made a little, put out a little YouTube video where, um, I think the people in front of me even had left and, you can see I'm, you can see the orange shirt. I mean, I know because I know where I'm sitting. Yeah. I'm sitting in uh, M23, which is the same seat that I always get when I get a press comp yes. for Go Contemporary Dance Works, yeah. or it's the press comp seat. Well, I'm sitting in the row, and there was this guy named Ken, and I'm actually I should look up his wife's name, because they were sitting next to me, and they're asking, "Well, how do you know Emily Ann?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know Emily Ann. Um, I'm just here because I'm going to interview her on my one of my shows in the future okay. and they invited me they gave me this press ticket so that i could see who emily ann is yeah. and and be involved in that right so um they're like well we're neighbors of emily ann we love her so much and she's just so wonderful and then the lady uh says to me um hey uh aren't what's your name because she thinks she recognizes me you know from um 
something from radio. Mm-hmm. It turns out she recognized me from uh, the old Top 40 show. And she did follow me Let's on... Say the name. I think this is her. I think this is Sharon. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is her. Sharon and Ken. Um, so I noticed that they followed me on, uh, on Frank and Friends on yeah. Instagram. So that's it was great because I gave her a card. So Sharon that's and Ken, funny. if you're watching the show, I, I enjoyed sitting next to you. Aww, and they even said, look... Um, we're these, this row, we got these from her agent. Mm-hmm. You know, her agent wasn't able to go, so we got these extra tickets. Yeah. And I said, obviously, I'm sitting in the row with the agent, and then some other guy sitting next to me, and they're like, who's that? Is that your friend? I'm like, no, I don't know this guy. <laughs> he must work for the agency. Well, um, really, by the time Emily Ann started, mm-hmm. they're like, there's a great opening act. Some guy from Kentucky is worth looking up, whoever he is. Um, you don't know his name? Am I supposed to know his name? I don't know. I'm just curious. I like going to concerts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I can look him up because Emily Ann posted about him on Instagram. So, yes, we can look up his name. But he was very country. Yeah. And he had been on American Idol. So, technically, oh, then I probably know who he is. Unless it's been in the last, like, five years because I used to religiously watch American Idol. Like, but I assume like it was. Like I assume it was ago. more more recent. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was very good. Uh, this fella, who looks kind of like um, like a cross between Roy Orbison and the Big yes, Bopper. Yes, I, yes. Miller. Um, okay. What's his Miller. name? Uh, I remember seeing him, but I, if you had gone to my head, wouldn't have been able to identify who he was. Alex Miller. Alex Miller. Anyway, he was terrific. of American Idol. He was well, shout ter- out to Alex Miller. Hope you're doing well. He was terrific. He's from Kentucky. I have a concert story that I have to share well, with you about but, country. But also, let me Are tell you, you this. So, I'm quickly, I got distracted. So. <laughs> Sharon and Ken are like, we're going to go upstairs and sit with Emily Ann's family. Aww. I'm like, oh, that's nice. that's nice. And then Sharon realizes, like, uh, do, do you want to come? I'm like, no, no, I will stay yeah. here in my assigned seat. Observe. And then the guy from the agency also bolts and goes somewhere else. Because I guess they're having, they got backstage passes or they've got yeah. tickets to the after party. I don't Fancy. know. I've got nothing. I've got one ticket. And I'm thankful for it. The show's sold out. And I'm basically, when everyone else is recording the songs, mm-hmm. I'm recording Emily Ann talking between the songs yeah. so that now I have notes of things to ask her yeah, about when about. I do the interview. Because mm-hmm. it was interesting how the concept of how she writes a country song, how anybody writes a country mm-hmm. song is so foreign to me, but she explained it in such a way that even I could understand it. Okay. Because it was me. It's the same as me coming up with topics for the podcast, or when I used to write the blog, or when I write the funny headline for the show. That's how they come up with these titles for country yeah, songs. Yeah, there's an art to it. And I'm thinking, for sure. I, I've been doing it. I just don't have the musical side of it. So you guys start writing country songs now? No. But well, my friend David Lover was in the audience. He's right. Oh, yeah. He writes country songs, and um, and they were all very people. It was a wonderful show. But my point is, mm-hmm. I spent most of it sitting by myself in the row. I had lots of our elbow room and leg room because everybody around me things. just left. But I, I felt bad that they didn't see the show, except they probably went to a better seat they somewhere probably else. Did. Yeah, yeah, that's usually how it works. they got the upgrade. Right. Anyway, all right. I, you know, I was going to tell you about yeah. Morgan Wallen because. Who is bigger in country music right now than Morgan Wallen? I don't know. Literally nobody. Well, if you're if you're a country music fan, what isn't Chesney Chesney bigger? This, no. Right now, no. Okay. No, Morgan Wallen is is it. Okay. Um, and he was in the Dancing with the Knoxville Stars one time. Was he? Yeah, before I he was just, well known. I was gonna say, you know, obviously he was uh, on The Voice, you know, many. Oh, many, I didn't know that. Many many moons ago. Yeah. I thought he was just another Gibbs High School guy, and that every few years no. they Gibbs High School just anointed someone to be a country superstar. <laughs> I think that happens too because okay. Gibbs likes to churn him out. But yeah. no, in 2013. Is that where you he, went? He was on. No. Oh, you went to a I married a guy from Gibbs. Oh. And then and that, I divorced him. I remember and that. I never show my face in Gibbs again. I was but thinking of Gibbs. going over there for the Apple Festival. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll 
You gotta go support that. All right, never mind. Carry on. That's all my in-laws. So I'm not going. So God bless you. You can go. (laughs) Ex-in-laws. But but Morgan Wallen, he came and did an opening act at the fair in 2014. And he opened for a guy named Cole Swindell, who you'll go, I have no idea who that is. But if you're a country music fan, you will... Remember Cole Swindell, who okay. who performed. It this was Ryan. back in the day when uh, the company I worked for would get into these fights over yes. not being able to promote any of the country yes. acts at the fair, and they would get so mad. They would get upset at us and and the frog at the the ribbit yeah, frog. because WIVK would support would promote be the presenting sponsor. I mean, and we were trying to elbow our way in and get any way in at all. Yes. I think the only way we ever got in was when uh, my station went classic hits, and. We no, would, we did a couple things there that with were the pop stations. Yeah. Or, oh, and yeah. the and uh, with hot. Well, no, I actually did something with the hip hop station. Yeah, for sure. We did, talked about that last that, time you were here. But I'm saying in like 2014, 2015-ish, I actually did a country show with. Oh. With 100 yeah. station. Did it go? Okay. Pissed a lot of people off, but you know. What do you oh, think? I see. So it's <laughs> anyway. This is Radio Wars. This it's is so. Radio Wars. It's so weird, and I can go on about this guy. Change radio stations. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But we'll talk about that in maybe another episode, or if there's time at the end of this one. But it gets so annoying. It does. It's such a, a competitive. A you know whating match, because yeah. if the if my competitor is promoting a wonderful charity event, I am not supposed to mention it. No. It doesn't exist. It's, it's dead to me. It's dead to me. You know, and, and it could be something like the citywide ball drop uh, on New Year's Eve. Yes. Nope. If uh, my station nope. is not the promoting sponsor, uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you to go to Gatlinburg and watch that uh, New Year's <laughs> we'll talk Eve. About, we'll talk about something else. And <laughs> it's with the LLS. It's with the Heart Association. It's with um, every, yeah. Cancer Society. In fact, the bigger ones, it's the Can- Force. Cancer Society, they're smart because they'll have multiple events through the year and this one will be sponsored by the top 40 station and this one by the light rock station and this one by the country station and so on and so on so that they can share the wealth and get promoted throughout the course of the year but once your event is over it's like heart association you're dead to me i moved on to alzheimer's (laughs) now it's alzheimer's time yeah yeah except for the zoo and dollywood because everybody played nice with them but dollywood is smart because they play nice with everybody yes yeah well the uh, fair did too the fair always did as well yeah but what i was gonna say about emily ann is you know i think she can still grow and become you know really big she's got the talent she's awesome big in terms of her career because when morgan long came to the fair and he opened, nobody knew who the heck he did was. Did she open at the fair too? She did. She did in like 2016. Actually, she did her own show. I, I booked her for her own show after she was on The Boys. Ah. Um, and she was lovely and, and, and did a great show there too. But Morgan Wallen in 2015 came and opened for what we thought would be a big country star. And the yeah. country star, while he was lovely, I'm not going to say his name. I think he's You just said Cole now. Swindell. You know, this was, so he, that was 2014. So in 2015, oh. we invited Morgan Wallen back again to oh, open for another. Because when you're new... You just want to open yeah, for yeah, you want stage time for Charlie, sure. Charlie Daniels, and the country. Uh, sorry, Morgan Wallen, like he doesn't care because he's rich and famous. And all he's not things. watching this, but, and he's definitely not watching this. He does follow me on on Twitter though. Well, X, okay. which is my only claim to fame in this entire world. You can do better. But <laughs> so he comes and he opens, and there's literally ten schnooks in out in the audience there's nobody there and i was like i'm sorry man and then literally a couple years later he came and sold out of the course. entire you know like 4500 seat venue so my wow. point is emily ann can still do that too yeah and it's fun to watch you know just like radio is fun to watch these artists are fun to watch oh yeah on the way up what absolutely they do, on the way up, what they do. i mean i think i told the story um at some point about how rihanna 
performed at the I Mayor's Back to School Bash at the Knoxville Expo Center. Probably like 2005 on, or something. Yeah, on this little riser stage in the corner of the room. And she just came in and we had the tracks to Ponda Replay, which I think was the only thing she had at right? the time. And maybe some other Barbados sounding song. I actually remember this. Were you there? No, I just I was there. I was there. I remember, I remember. I remember the Top 40 station promoting it. Because yeah. I was at that season of my life. I it was, was real. I, I walked her with her to the backstage and said, here you go. Go up these steps. And who knew she would do... The Super Bowl, 20 years later. I That's mean, what happens. It's kind of exciting when, yeah, yeah. when you meet the and folks on the way up. you meet them along the way. Now, in my uh, current uh, state of radio, I meet them on the way down. And <laughs> when they come back, same thing with the I was supposed to meet Emily. Same thing with the what? The fair. They fair. I was supposed they to meet Emily Ann Roberts at the Secret City uh, Festival Okay. Uh, a few years ago. She was supposed to be I the opening act that. for 38 special. Okay. And uh, my station was promoting um, Lover Boy and 38 Special. Mm-hmm. And maybe Jack Ryan's station might have been promoting the two country opening acts. Yes. Perhaps, I think, we, whatever it was we worked out. But either way, I would be there. Um, and I, I kind of vaguely remember meeting Emily Ann at some point, but I can't place it. Yeah. Because the night that she was supposed to open for 38 Special got canceled due to terif- uh, torrential rain. Doo-doo. And the whole. Uh, and it was doo-doo or torrential rain? Due to. This is a bad language episode. (laughs) You should play No, that's funny. Because imagine if that were the cause. I mean, that would be that would be like Bonnaroo or no? What would that be? That would be Burning Man. That's what they would call that. (laughs) The mudslide. Um, (laughs) The season of brown. Stop. All around. (laughs) It's the season of death. (laughs) So, uh, but the thunderstorms came in during the night before, and my job, I was going to go out and watch Loverboy, and they told me you can't. Because there's probably nowhere to walk. No, 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 no. It hadn't rained yet. Okay. They told me you can't go sit out front and enjoy the show. Mm -hmm. You have to stand here. stay within whatever X number of feet of the stage because if these predicted thunderstorms arrive Mm -hmm. you're the one meaning me I'm the one who's going to have to walk up on stage and stop the Loverboy show mid-act and tell everybody to go home yeah. That was my assignment. Yes. That's a fun assignment. So, but I had, thankfully, party pooper. Thankfully, I'd had a conversation about this with the Loverboy guy, Mike Reno. And I, so he knew that if he saw me coming, um, yeah. so he, he sees me coming and he looks at me and gives me, and says, he, and says, gives me the, hey, I got this. Yeah. Look. And the band wraps up whatever song they're playing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, everybody, looks like we're going to have to end the show a little early, but I know what you want to hear. Come, come, come. Everybody's working for the So they cut right to the end of the set list, working for the weekend. Everybody goes, yay. The, it was cut short. So when I came out there, at least I'm coming on after working for the weekend, and I can tell everybody it's about to lightning take cover you're gonna you're all gonna die yeah. don't um, get don't get struck by lightning people so it it's rained so time. much that the ground got saturated and they couldn't support the people or the stage or anything yes. and yeah. 38 special got called off the next day oh yeah Loverboy played, so i missed meeting emily yet Loverboy played the very first fair that i ever did they were good yeah they did a good yeah. job and that was i mean they just they love knocking. But also, I get to meet get to meet like Casey and the Sunshine Band or uh, what's his name from yeah. Sticks, uh, the the good guy from Sticks. Um, <laughs> oh, I have a stick story. Um, I have stick stories too. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's for another day. Dennis DeYoung is it? Dennis DeYoung. Yes. So I met yes. him at the Secret City Improv Festival. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, two thumbs up. 
I mean, just gracious and kind to me, but also because yeah, I followed the rules, I played his game to like, you know, do not say, and now here's Dennis Young. You can, mm-hmm. you have to front the show. And I'm like, so, mm-hmm. I, but I understand the language. I've been around radio and, and shows long enough that I'm talking to the manager and they're talking to me like I'm the typical local yogel DJ who's going to want to come out there and steal the show and steal the spotlight and try to say, and stay out there until Dennis DeYoung walks on stage and make it look right. like your buddy, buddy. That's not the job. Okay. The job is front the show, get your plugs in for the radio station and whatever else you've got yes. to plug and say that uh, Dennis DeYoung will be coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Everybody who get, get excited. Mm-hmm. Why well, did the job, you know, otherwise he's going to stand back there. He'll stand back there as long as it takes to make people forget that I was out there. Okay. Well, I do that and I go walking off stage and he looks at me and goes, good. And he walks right out of me and he walks out oh, and does nice. the show. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I successfully did the assignment. Yes. So I loved that. Same with Casey and the Sunshine Band. I thought they did great. Yeah. And even, I know you had a bad experience with Eddie Money many years ago. <laughs> God rest his soul. God rest he learned this lesson when he, by the time he got him, came to Secret City Festival, he was on it and all he cared about was making yeah. amends and, and doing a doing a good job. The, for me, it was the people behind the scenes that were always cranky. It wasn't the actual talent. Oh. It was people who, you know, yeah. were working with them. Managers, tour people, they were, well, they I've were gotten, barky and mean. I've gotten yet another episode with failing to mention my new radio station. So, oh my gosh, we and have, you have to, to go. about that but next time. It's time. It's, I know, it's so time. All right, so I'm on uh, Fun 105.9. Um, playing 70s and 80s hits. It's the same company that owned Lake FM, and um, I. it's an interesting story about how I ended up transferring stations rather than staying on the same station and doing the new format. Yes. But uh, fun1059.com. I've still... I've, I have, I've only been doing it for five days as we record this. I'm still learning all the... Yeah. All the, the verbal crutches lines. and things that I've got to say. Yeah. So I hope you'll check it out if you like 70s yeah, and 80s hits. tune in. And especially, it's interesting, I was going to talk about the people who try to predict the changes in radio on these online message boards that are still like <laughs> very 1980s or I mean, 90s, I guess, whenever the message boards were hot. Good and, luck, guys. And it's so funny because they're, they're just so remarkably wrong with regularity. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> typically how it works, yeah. It's amusing. It's like, yeah. oh, that's like a fantasy world. They have this whole other universe <laughs> that they're imagining how things work. <laughs> Instead of the the nuts and bolts of it where you're just scraping by. All right. Thank you so much. Time flies when I'm here. Well, come back. Will you ever come back? Sure. How soon? Uh, Soon, soon? I'm sure. Okay. I'm I'm Tomorrow, next week. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, bud. (laughs) I'm just trying to put you on the spot while the the camera's still rolling. Uh, Go to audibletrial.com slash show like Sarah did. Yes where you can listen to all these different audiobooks, podcasts, uh, tons and tons of audio entertainment. And when you use our URL there, you get a free 30-day premium membership, which includes the MP3 credit for a download. You get one of those every 30 days or every month, I guess, when you're Mm -hmm. a premium member. And that first one is on the house, uh, so make sure you try it out. And then it'll automatically renew until you decide that you've got too much to listen to. Too many books. It seems unlikely because that's the whole fun of it is you just Mm -hmm. be able to keep it going so you can listen to it at your own pace, your own leisure. In the car, in the house, in the whatever. Yes. You know. It's entertaining. Yeah. We love it. All right. And you can listen to Sarah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, and the merch, we talked about the merch at the beginning. Go yes. to frankandfriendsshow.com slash store. And I expect you to bring, I don't. Well, I guess you don't need to bring your canvas print, but I would as like to see. As soon as it comes, I'm bringing it with I would like print. to see a TikTok about yeah. it. I mean, I'll never see a TikTok. I'd like yes. to see a. You'll see a TikTok if I send you a TikTok. An Instagram or something that I might actually I'll, see. Yeah. I'll share. 
All right, because I've talked long enough that I don't have to do the TikTok that she threatened at the beginning because now she's got to go do her Zoom call. (laughs) I actually have to, like, work now. I'm sorry. Please enjoy. Uh, It is the Frank and Friends Show. Follow us on all the social media and uh, ding the bell for like and subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss out anything and help us. Don't ever miss an episode. Get over the top. Yes. Get over Over the top. Over the hump. And, uh, 2000. We also need view hours too. That's not just a thing. It's not just subscribers. Mm-hmm. You gotta let the episode play. You know, don't just stop watching. Let it play. Let it play. <laughs> let it marinate. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. This is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm with Potty Mouth. I'm Frank Murphy. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm Sarah Roberto. <laughs> and we'll talk to you again next time. Bye guys. <laughs> I forgot I was gonna call you Potty Mouth at the beginning of the episode, but you took care of it for us. <laughs> I did. I did. I didn't say the F though. So that was good.